The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is! Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun on a Monday. It is going to be a huge Monday and it's going to be awesome. We're going to run the gamut from Medal of Honor Monday an hour from now to people burning themselves to death in front of the embassy. Lawfare in America. Yes, we are going to discuss safety when you're out and about Cooked barbarians versus uncooked barbarians. I'll explain. That's not an Air Force joke today. The prospect of a second Trump presidency and the intelligence community apparently has them all worried. All that changes at the RNC emails. So much more coming up tonight on the world famous Jesse Kelly show. And I will get to the Air Force guy who lit himself on fire in a few I want to address what is very clearly on your mind. I did not address this on Friday. I didn't address it for a very specific reason on Friday. Uh, We know, you know, that I don't do mass shooting radio, right? I've never done it. Why don't I do it? Because when people have been killed, when there's loss out there, It can be very, 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 very difficult 
obviously impossibly difficult on the families suffering that loss. They're suffering. And what they don't need is politicians, radio hosts, anyone else standing on the dead bodies of their children to politic. It's why I don't do mass shooting radio. I, I hate that the communists have normalized that. Get the guns before the bodies warm. I don't do it. I apply this very same rule to situations like this young lady being murdered by an illegal. I understand that this story is tearing people's hearts out for a lot of reasons. And so I'm going to read a couple emails because the story is very clearly on your mind. I'm going to read a couple emails about it. We'll address a couple things, talk about the media's coverage of it, and then we're going to move on. All right. First one is here. Jesse, I live about 20 minutes from where Lake and Riley was murdered by an illegal a few days ago in Georgia. I've heard you say over and over again that people who represent us hate us, the largest majority anyway, in these last few days. I've never felt more strongly about it. She goes on to complain about Democrats and Republicans in her state of Georgia. She just finishes it off by saying, I've never been so disappointed and just disgusted. And this guy says, Dear High T. Jesse, can you please talk about how it's important to carry something with you while you run? This illegal who killed the woman in Georgia hit close to home for me. I run. I have two sisters who also run. I'd be de- devastated if they were attacked while running. All right. First, I want to address something right off the bat. Pray for this family because not only did they send their baby girl off to college, they sent her off to college and she got murdered. And now the fact that their daughter was murdered is national news. So already you're processing the worst moment, the worst thing that could ever happen to you as a parent. You have outlived your child. Your child was violently murdered. And then you're reliving now the last moments of your child. And whatever they were, they were not pleasant. We understand that. We see the charges. We are learning more and more about the condition of the body. It was it was not a, certainly a wonderful end. And now you're having that thrown in your face, every single headline out there. So first and foremost, let's pray for the families. Second, and we'll get to the media and how disgusting they are in a moment, but second, we've talked about this before. I know you're going to roll your eyes at me, and that's fine. I understand that. I can't help it. I'm a father. I'm a man. I do care about you, and so I want to talk specifically to women here for a moment. Ladies, I know what I'm about to say It's not fair, if that's the way you want to put it. That word's banned in my house, but it's not fair. I understand that. It's not right. I understand what I'm about to say. An appropriate, a normal response to what I'm about to say is, it shouldn't be that way. I understand that. I I get it. This is not your mommy's show. This is your daddy's show, and I'm telling you how it is. Ladies, and this is no not an indictment of this Lake and Riley girl. I don't know physically what she was wearing, what she was doing. I'm not saying that. Ladies, you got to take the headphones out when you're out working out by yourself. Or in the very least, if you must have music in your ear, get some bone conduction headphones. Like if you're watching me on the simulcast right now, You'll see that's what I wear for the show. Uh, if you'd like to watch the simulcast, it's available on the first TV. You go to the first TV, you can watch me do the radio show. 
don't think that these are some fancy rich person headphones. After all, it's me. There, I think they were ninety dollars on Amazon or something like that. They're not. They're not super high end things. They don't go inside of your ear. They rest on top of your ear, and essentially, I don't know all the technology behind it. I can hear Chris or sound bites in my ear when they talk to me, sound clips, but I can also hear anything else going on in the room because there's nothing stuck inside of my eardrum canceling it out. Get yourself some bone conduction headphones if you must listen to music. Frankly, I'd prefer you don't listen to music at all when you're out and about. Again, I'm speaking to women here. Second, and I know this is very, very, very difficult to accept and understand, and you can dismiss my advice, and that's fine. Ladies, if I were you, I would never, ever, 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 ever work out outside and alone, period. Under any circumstances. Well, Jesse, I don't live in New York. I'm not worried about it. I'm in the suburbs. Listen to me. Ladies, I know it's difficult to accept. And I know all you can see is the ugly parts about you. But you're probably a dime. And when you're out there running around in shorty shorts and everything else, and you for you, you're gross and you're sweaty. For the predators out there, you look like prey. You look like prey, and predators exist everywhere, from New York to Wyoming, everywhere. I don't think a woman should ever be working out by herself outside. Get a buddy. Look, get a girlfriend. Two, you notice how two girls never get attacked? Get a girlfriend with you. Get a sizable dog. Bring a dog with you. Doesn't have to be some stone-cold killer. A German shepherd? You're as safe as at home in bed, and a German shepherd will go jog with you till the cows come home. Get something to protect yourself. Take your headphones out of your head. Don't jog. Don't work out outside by yourself. Either work out inside or work out with a group. And finally, and I'm going to move off this because I know I just sound like an old fuddy-duddy. And I'm re- Every college girl listening and high school girl listening right now has rolled her eyes at me, and I understand that. One final thing. Start carrying something on you that will allow you to stop a bad man from hurting you. You've heard me say it endlessly. I'd prefer whatever you carry. Prefer You carry a gun. I don't care if it's something non-lethal. Something, even while you're working out. And I know that's a pain. It's a pain for me. I carry my concealed weapon when I'm outside working out. I'm 6'8", 230. I'm never out there working out without my weapon. What do I have to do with it? Well, I have that little uh, uh, cross-shoulder satchel thing that everybody makes fun of me for. I use it when I'm out fishing. It's really great for fishing. Well, it's also the perfect size when I'm out working out. I slip my phone, and I slip my weapon in it. I strap it up tight, and I swing it around on my back. I'm 6'8", 230, and when you see me out working out by myself, if you do, if I'm on a ruck or something, I've got 15 rounds for your face if you come start trouble. That's me, ladies. I'm double your weight. And I do it. Carry something on you. I'm not comfortable. No, there are no more excuses. This country is filling up with criminal filth. And it's not only because of the border. And that's a huge part of it. Don't get me wrong. The illegals, the monsters coming across this border in this country by the million. I live in a small town. Yeah, they shipped them to your small town, too. 
by the million they're coming across. You have to be more vigilant and more ready now than you have ever been before. And if this makes you feel convicted and guilty, good. Change some things. We all need to improve. We all need to change things. All of us. Now, let's talk about the media for a moment. The Associated Press is getting a bunch of very deserved heat for this particular headline that they printed after this young lady was killed by an illegal. The killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. No mention of the illegals or anything. Let's discuss the American media, shall we, before we do that? After you go for a run or a ruck or just do some push-ups or just live your life, you will probably find yourself with some aches and pains, depending on your age. That's just part of life. When I if I lift if I lift really well, really if I have a good hard one, it's gonna be two days of soreness at least. It is. I take relief factor every day. Every day. Your fingers ever bother you? Stiff, sore, muscles, your neck, back, joint pain. It's time to get something natural that helps your body fight inflammation. Your body's already trying to fight the inflammation. It doesn't have all the tools it needs. That's what Relief Factor is all about. They're so confident it's bordering on cocky. They sell three-week kits, three-week quick start kits for $19.95. That's it. They know once you start taking Relief Factor every day, you'll never stop. Almost everyone comes back and gets more and more and more. You'll never stop. It's fantastic just being free from the little pains. 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF or go to relieffactor.com. All right? The media. Next. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. It's a Medal of Honor Monday. That, of course, is coming up about 45 minutes from now. All right, let's just address... One final thing on all this. So, obviously, the White House has been on its heels lately about illegal immigration. They've been on their heels big time. Long before this woman was killed, they've been on their heels about illegal immigration. The American people are very, very angry about it. And now that anger has been turned up a notch. It is important to remember, as oh, as, as we talked about a million times, that these people are anti-humans. These people are soulless monsters. In every problem, it's just a political problem. There's never a human problem, right? Never, hey, there's, these are human beings who are suffering. These people don't think in terms like that. So in the wake of yet another American being killed, we get things like this. Now we're hearing about executive actions that could be taken. Why wait this long? Well, to look very, at I've been very action. clear. We have made no decisions on that. I'm not going to get into policy discussions or hypotheticals that we're hearing right now. But the focus here should be what happened in the Senate in a bipartisan way that Republicans have rejected. Yeah, it's really gross. And that brings me back to this AP headline. The Associated Press runs a headline uh, about this young woman being murdered. And the headline is, The killing of a nursing student out for a run highlights the fears of solo female athletes. It's important to understand how truly evil the American media is. 
And we actually, you may think that this is something that we've talked about a lot or talked about enough. I'm talking about us on the right. I'm not talking about on this show, but maybe it's something you think the right has actually addressed. Because after all, how many, how many times have you heard the term, the liberal media, the liberal media? I remember back when I was running for Congress, this was 08, 09. I remember there were bumper stickers all over the place. I don't believe the liberal media and the liberal media this and the liberal media that. But we made a mistake with all that, and we're still suffering for it. And that mistake was we were using the wrong language, and the language we were using was way, way too nice. It wasn't near harsh enough because when we discussed the bias, quote, bias of the American media or called them the American media, what we made it sound like was, okay, there's a bunch of Democrats in there, and yeah, I mean, they're they're going to cover the news, but they're going to cover Republicans way more harsh than they are Democrats. And for Democrats, I mean, they may not even cover it at all, but if they do, it won't be totally fair the way they do Republicans. And so we made it sound like things are just kind of out of balance, right? That the, that the media is just, just, look, they're in the tank for Democrats, but they're kind of out of balance. That is not, I 100% not what we are dealing with. The people who occupy America's, and frankly the West's, major journalist places, from the New York Times to CNN to LA Times, AP, you name it, they are actively hostile to the United States of America. They think the United States of America is a deeply evil racist, homophobic, misogynistic place. And frankly, if this country burned to the ground tomorrow, it would be exactly what we deserve. They're not a little bit biased. They're not liberal. They're not, they're not, oh, it's just, they, they, they're in the tank for Democrats. It's so much more evil. It's so much worse than that. When these people sit and think about you, a person with values, a person, whether you have a family or not, you value family. You understand family is important. You understand right and wrong, working hard and duty to your country. The person who believes the things you believe, you cannot really comprehend just how much the people who bring you the news hate your guts. They hate your guts. And... There's a second part of this. The evil people in our society, like an illegal who crosses the border, deals drugs, hurts people, rapes, murders, whatever, you cannot fully understand how much the American media loves those people. They treasure them. They want more of them. And for the, well, I just said that, and I bet you're thinking to yourself right now, that's too far. No way. It's not that far. It's, it's not that far. It's not that they want more rapists and murderers, Jesse. They're just, they're just a little naive. They're, they're kind of okay with it. No, you don't understand their true purpose. Their true purpose is burning this evil place to the ground. And every illegal who rapes and murders her, his way through American cities helps them fulfill that goal. They hate you and they love them. It is a saying Adam, uh, from my buddy Aaron McIntyre, so I don't want to take credit for his saying, but it is 1,000% true. His saying is, 
You don't hate journalists enough. You think you do, but you don't. I know you despise the American media, and I'm glad you do. I despise the American media. Neither of us hate them as much as we actually should. The people who occupy America's newsrooms have created more death and misery in this country than we could ever calculate. And they look forward to creating as much more as humanly possible. When you're a journalist, being a journalist in America should be a mark of shame that you lie to family and friends about. It should be. And you'll know we're getting back on the right track when that starts to happen. It's just like being in the FBI. Being in the FBI, if you're in the FBI right now, you should be afraid to tell people for fear of being made fun of and, and, and cast out from whole society. You know that? All right. Let's talk about cooking the barbarians and how Democrats have a hard time with this sometimes. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, reminding you if you want to email the show, love, hate, death threats, ask Dr. Jesse questions, I don't care, you can. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know, just never, never gets old listening to Abraham Lincoln. Quotes. You know, uh, stand here in front of this portrait, the man behind me here. He, uh, he said, and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right. He said, the better angels, he said, we must address the council and address the better angels of our... Exactly. A hundred percent. All right, quit. Do a couple emails here. I'm going to try to mix them up and then we'll get to cooking the barbarians. Dear Jesse... I enjoy watching your show on TV. She's talking about my radio show, not my TV show. And here's how I know. I was wondering why you were wearing an orange sweatshirt more than one day in a row. I would like to see you wear a different color every day. That would be helpful when I'm watching recorded episodes of your show. So based on what you're wearing, I'll know if I watched the episode already. Okay. Well, here's the thing. This is, I have a TV show where I put on, you know, a suit jacket every night, 9 p.m. Eastern time on the first TV, but they simulcast the radio show now. And listen, I don't put any thought into what I'm wearing for the show. The reason you saw me wearing orange hoodie two days in a row is that's one of the best things I own. You see, I don't like to spend a lot of money on clothes and stuff. And when I find one good item of clothing, I will then wear that item until I wear it out in about a year or two. If I find a great pair of shoes I love, I'll just find a way to wear them every day. I bought, I spent a bunch of money on this hoodie a few years ago. We were up in Park City, Utah for some political event. It doesn't matter what it was, but it was in Park City, Utah, which is beautiful, right? Park City is all these, you know, all these fancy houses and mountains. It's beautiful. And I, all right. Look, I'll get to the cooking the barbarians and stuff in a moment. Let's talk about me. I have a confession I have to make. I have a reputation in my home that is kind of deserved. And the reputation is that I'm an underpacker. I'm an underpacker. Most people, or I should say many people, are overpackers. If you're going on a trip somewhere, whether it be a weekend in Park City, Utah, or maybe you're going to visit your mom for a week, whatever you're doing, most people will overpack. I have a different philosophy on life. I'm not saying mine's better by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't like to check bags, period, ever. If it can be avoided, I do not check bags. I will 
underpack. And half the reason I underpack is that I don't like to check bags. The other half is I feel like I'll be able to get by with whatever I brought. I'll figure out a way to make it work, right? I'll figure out a way to make it work. So I minimalize things. I don't keep a bunch of stuff in my pockets. I, I'm a, I'm a, a minimalist when it comes to those things. However, there is, as with everything, a give and take, a trade-off, if you will. I like being an underpacker. And yes, Chris, I was a hiker, and that probably explains a lot. A Marine Corps probably explains a lot of this, too. You want to bring less rather than more because you got to carry the crap with you. Anyway, I, on occasion, I will not have something I need. The overpacker has more than he needs. Has to check a bag. He's got too much stuff. The underpacker, like me, I will occasionally need something I don't have. We got to Park City, Utah, and I did not have an appropriate sweatshirt for the weather. It got colder than I was ready for it to be. And we're walking around Park City looking for something to eat, me and my wife. And it was, it was actually Clay and Buck were there with their women too. And we were just messing around, looking around town, just trying to get a bite and a beer somewhere. And I was cold. And so I stop in this store to try to get a sweatshirt. Well, this is Park City, Utah. This is rich people town. It's very, very wealthy town. There wasn't, you know, a convenience store that I walked by where you could just get a $20 hoodie. Everything was nice. Everything was really nice. And I walk in this ski store and they had these hoodies. Uh, HH, Chris, will you look up what that stands for? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But anyway, HH was the brand of hoodie they were selling. It, it was something like $150 or something crazy like that. And I said, what? That's, you're outside of your mind. And the lady said, just try it on. Just try it on. And I put on this hoodie, and it was the most comfortable, snug thing I'd ever put on in my life. And my wife saw, just buy it, just buy it, just buy it. You need it. You're freezing. Uh, Helly Hansen, that's right, Chris, Helly Hansen. She's all, just buy it, just buy it, just buy it. You need it. You're freezing out here anyway. Helly, the, the Helly Hansen's good, whatever. And so I buy it. I've never bought a hoodie like that. I love hoodie, hooded sweatshirts. I've never bought a nice one, right? And so now I feel like I have to get my money's worth out of it. So I wear it everywhere now and anyway that's why you saw me wearing the same thing two days in a row i can't say that's going to change i have no idea why i spent so much time on that now let's talk about cooked and uncooked barbarians as we've talked about many times on the show there are always whatever nation communism takes hold there are always two separate divisions always there are elite communist scum and there are street communist scum Elite communist scum. They're the ones who are actually in charge. They're the politicians. They're the big business leaders. They're the ones who run the Justice Department. They're the ones who are in Congress. And they'll destroy a nation, obviously. They have the true power. They will destroy the country under the communist agenda. They don't actually believe. Most of the time, they don't believe in communism at all. They just know they can use the street scum to gain more power. That's the elite scum. The street scum. They are the true believers. They are the ones who will go out and vandalize and assault and rape and murder on behalf of the elites. They're the ones who think they're the good guys when they throw Molotov cocktails inside of your church. They're the ones who go out, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, climate change, LGBTQ. All these are the street communist scum. The real violent, vile, mentally ill true believers. Now, occasionally... It's not common, but it happens. Occasionally, 
one will make the transition from street communist scum to elite communist scum. And remember, they all want to make that transition. They all do, even the ones who lie about it. You don't want to have to be in the streets forever covering yourself in blood and super gluing yourself to the highway. If you had your way, you'd be in Congress with a better salary and a staff and nice clothes and air conditioning that worked, and you won't be sitting in your own poop. They want to move on to being elites. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. But what you see in American politics, and it's funny, other communist countries have gone through this as well, is once you get the street communist scum out of the streets and you bring them into the elites, you bring them into the elite circles, it takes a while to cook them. And sometimes they can't be cooked. And when I say cooked, this is an old term. Honestly, the Romans used it. The Chinese used it. Cooked is a term they used when a civilized society is trying to civilize a new barbarian people they came into contact with. Oh, my goodness. We're Romans and these Gauls, geez, they are crude. They don't have table manners. Uh, they're burning people alive. Let's start working with these Gauls and let's, let's cook them a little bit. Let's get them a little more civilized. Let's make them people we can... We can live next door to, right? Then we're not going to ask that they be exactly like us, but we got to cook them a little to make sure they're not quite so barbaric. That's exactly what you're seeing happen right now in Congress. And I think it's fascinating watching some of the ones who are cooking faster than the others. That's going to bring us to AOC and Jamal Bowman and, 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 and many, many others. But before we get to that, I want to talk to you about this. I want to talk to you about testosterone levels. America is already in a financial crisis. We'll get to that a little later on in the show. But here's the truth. If we don't fix our testosterone crisis, none of the other crises matter at all. Crises or crises or whatever that word is, we keep forgetting here on the show, but we do know this. T-levels being cut in half in just 50 years that spells the end of the country if we don't reverse that trend. We are drinking estrogen. It's in the water. It's in the plastics. We are being poisoned with this stuff, and it's taking away who we are. We have to fight back naturally, not by running down to the clinic to get another injection in your arm. Natural herbal supplements, gentlemen. Start a male vitality stack from chalk Give it 90 days. You don't have to listen to me. Your whole life will be better. Believe me. Everything's better. Your energy, your focus. It's just amazing. CHOQ.com. Two days left for the February sale. Chalk.com. Promo code Jesse. Go get it. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. We're talking about cooking barbarians. No, that's not an Air Force joke. We'll get to that story a little bit later on. We're talking about how when communists make the transition from being street communist scum into being elite communist scum, it takes time for the elite communist scum to get the streets out of them. It takes time to cook it out of them. 
And sometimes you can't ever cook it out of them. Oftentimes, though, almost every time you can. And you can see this. There's a great example of this right now. If you study what's going on with the most radical communists, the younger members of the Democrat Party in Congress, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Jamal Bowman, AOC. Let's focus on her for a moment because she's one of the great examples of getting cooked, being cooked. Do you remember, do you remember AOC? How she used to talk when she first got in. The, how she, how she used to sound like this ditzy communist 15 year old girl. She sounds like your 15 year old niece who just watches TikTok all day in the view. And she's just like, I don't know, like really, it could be like, like World War Two. Millennials and people and, you know, Gen Z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest issue is your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? And like this is the war. This is our World War Two. A moron. Sounds like an uncooked moron. Just an idiot communist. That's about five years ago, by the way. About five six years ago, she got to Congress. Now. This is AOC. I think this is yesterday or the day before. This is what I mean by being cooked. You hear the difference? To compensate for the negative effects, we're going to allow and throw people's kids into factories. That is what they are doing in rolling back child labor laws while being as xenophobic and anti-immigrant as, as they are. And while ginning up this, this false narrative Sound any different? This was her again. Same interview. Sounds like a cooked barbarian, doesn't she? Rent in New York City, just like across the rest of this country, has gotten out of control. Our housing crisis it has has gotten to such epic proportions that not just the... Sounds like a different person. AOC, as I've told you for years now, is going to be in Democrat leadership. She quickly proved herself to be cookable... And she's going to be in Democrat leadership for decades now. Fundraising juggernaut. She's there to stay. Proved herself to be pliable. We played an uh, audio for you last week or the week before about AOC pretty much endorsing Biden and acting like she was going to be, you know, a company man. But some of them are harder to cook. Rashida Tlaib. She's proving to be much harder to cook. She came in in the same class. Democrats right now are hemorrhaging Muslims as being their support base. Muslims in America have reliably voted Democrat for years and years and years and years and years. They're in a full-blown panic right now that they're not going to do that anymore. Rashida Tlaib is proving harder to cook. She's causing problem for Democrats still out there being a loud Muslim activist with all the Israel Hamas stuff going on, proving to be difficult to cook. Ilhan Omar, very difficult to cook. How difficult was she to cook? This is kind of where we're going with all this. Democrats are primarying her in Minnesota. Did you know that? Why is she being primaried? 
Is it because she was too radical? No, 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 no. You can be as radical as you want to be while being elite communist scum. What you can't do is create problems for the elite communist scum. What you can't do is constantly hand them problems they have to try to clean up. If they can't cook you, they will cast you out, just like the Romans did forever. The Chinese were famous for this when it came to dealing with the Asian steppe tribes. They'll co-opt you and cook you, and hey, wouldn't you like some nice silks and whatnot? And of course, you're going to run into people who weren't cookable. Okay, we got to kill them. That's the bottom line. I have a feeling the communists, the elite communist scum, I have a feeling they have another one who's not cookable. And I have my doubts that he'll be there for too many years. His name's Jamal Bowman. You obviously know Jamal Bowman, New York congressman. There's a story out today from the New York Post. He once put up a picture of a convicted cop killer at his middle school. He was a principal, put the guy on the wall of honor. And he was just asked about it recently. Says, no, I don't have any regrets at all. No, no, we, uh, we try to teach everything. No, no regrets at all. Remember Jamal Bowman wasn't very long ago. He went, a, a grown man. He left Congress. He, he was heading to, to, to votes and he had an objection about the vote that was happening. He pulled the fire alarm in the Capitol building so they couldn't do the votes. You want to talk about an uncooked barbarian. He is as fresh off the Asian step as you can possibly get. He is raw, completely uncooked. Remember current House Speaker, or not House Speaker, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries? Remember he had to pull Jamal Bowman? It's a story that went out there, pulled Jamal Bowman, and I believe for several hours into his office, trying to cook him after the firearm incident, after the fire alarm incident. Hey, Jamal, listen to me. We are we are not on the streets of New York anymore, bud. You can't you can't conduct yourself like an animal anymore. It makes us all look bad. It threatens our power. I'm not so sure Jamal Bowman's going to be cooked. I don't think Rashida Tlaib is going to be able to be cooked. Ilhan Omar, I don't think she's going to be able to be cooked. AOC, this is why they allow themselves to be cooked. AOC has allowed herself to be cooked. She's guaranteed herself a place at the table, unending income, and power for the next 20 or 30 years. That's why the street communist scum make the transition. The smart ones get cooked. The others get bounced. Watch and watch, wait and watch it happen. All right. Medal of Honor Monday time. Now, before we get to Medal of Honor Monday, uh, veterans, veteran suicide is sadly in the news again. It's freaking awful. Um, Remember, that's part of the Tunnel to Tower mission as well. Helping out our veterans, homeless veterans, catastrophically injured veterans. Uh, it's very easy to feel like you're alone when you return from combat and maybe you're suffering. And it's very easy to feel like no one understands. There's no organization who gets me. Tunnel to Towers is out there making sure these people know they are valued. They are valued. They ask for $11 a month so they can continue to provide for Gold Star families and fallen first responder families and homeless veterans and injured veterans. Help them. Please continue to help them. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to its programs. T, the number two, T.org. T2T.org. 
We'll be back with Medal of Honor Monday. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.